Chapter 45 The History of Ancient Philosophy Section A The Historical Setting of Christianity Ancient philosophy is the classical philosophy of Greece and Rome, the effort of reason alone to know the ultimate explanations of reality. It is particularly relevant for theology, since Christianity was born in the cultural area of the Roman Empire. The early Christians had to explain the faith to the pagans living in Greco-Roman culture, and in so doing, they had to give answers to the questions asked by those people. It is therefore important for us to know their philosophy. Divine revelation is not a philosophy. It did not receive any influence from any human source, but came directly from God. However, in developing the faith, the theologians used concepts which were there already. For example, those people in the Roman Empire knew very well that all men look for happiness, but they did not know how to attain it. Christian revelation would answer this question by saying that there is one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and that there is a divine plan of salvation for man, whereby man will really attain happiness. The concept of happiness was already in their minds, and it is important to know what they usually understood by it, or by any other vital reality. We should know their philosophy, then, not because it had any influence on Christian revelation, but because the theologians had to use concepts which the pagans already had, and then perfect them. These achievements of classical philosophy were used as instruments for the theology which was elaborated by Christian teachers, and this applies to all Christian theologians in those Christian centuries we have mentioned. Most of those concepts were taken from three main sources. 1. Plato 2. Aristotle 3. Neoplatonism We shall examine them one by one, because they were the main sources not of Christian thought, but of that Christian philosophy which was needed to explain the faith. In most cases, the elements which theologians took from these pagan sources were improved and perfected, and they were always truths of natural philosophy, not just cultural ideas or subjective interpretations. Whenever theologians accept something from Plato, for example, it was not because it was from Plato, but because it was true. Truth is not something that can be nationalized, since it belongs to all cultures and races, to all men. That is why it is incorrect to say that Christian theology is Hellenistic, or Greek, or Western. It is simply true. Truth is above all those differences of climate or nation. The Christian theologian who accepted these truths reached by pagans accepted them as truths of natural philosophy, but they improved them, purified them from errors, making them clearer by comparing them with divine revelation, i.e. with the truth communicated by God. So, when we get to know some of those philosophers, like Plato and Aristotle, we are in a better position to understand Christian writers especially the metaphysics of St. Thomas, because the great achievement of St. Thomas is precisely that he took some of the best insights of Plato and Aristotle, improving them and synthesizing them as we saw in chapter 16, section B. However, these philosophies give rise also to heresies, 
because of their mixture with errors. This too makes it important to know them, because error usually recurs, and so we can better trace it by knowing those sources.